Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Goldfire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair, and it's available from Chaosium and Drive Through RPG. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is episode 14. Our recap will be given by Matthew Sanderson as his character, Milton Blake. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? Thank you very much, Tom. Following on from our Russian being taken away by the insectoid beasts with faces that resemble an afterthought, we followed a group of mountain folk back through their village. We, as it turns out, are about as stealthy as a bunch of bulls, not just going through a china shop, but through a whole damn porcelain factory. So Damiel ends up taking the fall for our lack of ability and goes off with the mountain men. He's taken to their village, hovel might be more accurate, and their leader, wonderful individual with the monosyllabic name of Groff, uh, the guy with the only seat in town, and evidently puts his foot in it somehow as he's taken off like a prisoner to a hut, while the rest of us watch from a distance. Myself and our poet friend, Nathaniel, head in next, and we're given the same questioning. We make it quite clear that we're no fans of Argus, and we're immediately ending up on his good side. Happy days. From there on, it's all plain sailing. Everyone's welcome, Damiel is no longer a prisoner, and we find they have White's body, left behind by Argus after they came through the town a little while back, and humiliated Groth. No wonder he doesn't like him. So, Argus and his merry band of knuckle-dragging apes went to this sacred cave with this door down to some underworld carved in one of the walls. It looks like that's where we're eventually going to be heading. Uh, our poet puts Wyatt's soul back in his body, and the gang's all together again. There's a string of words I wouldn't have thought I'd ever have to write in the same sentence before beginning this whole mess. After some moonshine and some sleep, we get back to the Blue Tower, this stack of blue slate pieces of rock on top of each other. Not exactly a tower. Um, supposedly, this is the way down to see her, or as we know her, Esmeralda. Um, Esmeralda Ash, the bride. I reached out to try and make some contact with her, thinking that maybe if she doesn't like Argus too, we might be able to come to some kind of arrangement. However, it looks like the stars were not yet right, as she wasn't ready or willing to talk to us. So, tomorrow, or rather today, as it happened. So back to the village we wait. We don't want to get the Greta go. We don't want to go to the cave until we've made contact with Esmeralda and tried to get her on side. Whatever happens, it can't be any worse than passing through the arsehole of a doll. Been there, done that, and still can't get the stench out of my nostrils. All right. Lovely. Paint a lovely picture. All right. So as alluded to by Milton, you guys spent another evening in the village. And the... Next day has dawned. It's a very brisk morning, barely above uh, about two degrees centigrade. So a little, a little chilly up here in the mountains, but uh, the hardy folk get ready and they start going about their business, which you start to notice is probably their routine. You're getting more health. <laughs> yes, you do. Two more, two more health. <laughs> All right. 
So, uh, I'm assuming after you take care of your uh, morning constitution, get get a little something to eat, uh, head off to the tower, which is where you would plan to meet her. Excellent. Who's all going? I have not had the chance to meet this most intriguing spectral lady yet, so I'm definitely going. Uh, yes, I don't think it would be wise for us to be a man short. Excellent. All right. Were you wanting to bring some of the villagers with you or just uh, go out go by your own group? I suspect their superstitions might merely confuse matters, don't you think, fellows? Probably. But I mean, the, the villagers have a rapport with this ghost. Uh, maybe if we show her that the villagers trust us, you know, maybe she'll be more inclined to help our cause. Not an unreasonable supposition. However, I don't know that Groth would volunteer himself, and the rest of them are marionettes. Well, you know, if they're going to put on a puppet show, it might as well be to our benefit, right? We'll see what Groth says. Uh, I was just going to say he's probably got to be somewhat curious about what's going on. Oh, yeah. If you uh, if you go talk to him, uh, he kind of gathered you uh, from when Milton kind of went into his little trance to go down and try and speak with her before that, that something was going on there. And you also get the uh, feeling that, you know, he, he's appreciating the help, but he's also like, okay, I thought you guys were going to be sh- shoving off here soon. <laughs> but uh, overall, he, he's like going, so uh, will we escort you to the uh, cave today? Are we going to the tower? Oh, are we going back to the tower? Okay. I I uh I don't quite understand the fascination with the tower. It's it's there. Uh she says that that's where where we shouldn't be when her creatures come, but Oh, but I mean, being by the towers, there's just such this beautiful aesthetic quality, those blue stones amidst the trees, the seclusion, the quiet. Uh, I mean, aside from the life-threatening interdimensional monsters, it's quite a lovely place to sit around. From our perspective, she's taking people that we are familiar with. We want to know what's happening. Oh, I, I can understand the curiosity with that. Yes. Well, uh, would you like to come with us? We're going to try mm. and talk to her. Oh, I'm. I think I will. But if you don't mind, I might watch from a distance. Very well. Yeah, you can give me a psychology roll for that. The way you said it, I'd say he's scared. <laughs> yeah, 
that's a hard success from me. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Dam- Damiel had made the, re- the correct assessment that this is one of the first times you ever heard, like, just a, even a little bit of a shake in, in Groth's voice. Mm. She is an intimidating force, uh, we have found. And so we hope that since you are in good relations with her, she might look kindly upon our visit. Oh, uh, I don't know if I'd say I was on good relations with her. More of a, we provide her a service by making sure people don't disturb the tower. I see. And what does she provide you with? Um, Not she, eating the wall. Yeah, she <laughs> a lack of, lack of kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't attack our our village. Oh, okay. So sometimes the simplest bargains are, are the best. And she must have been a some kind of a uh, mobster back in her time before she became a ghost and whatnot. It sounds like quite the uh, bootlegger type of arrangement. <laughs> well, I've dealt with bootleggers and that is a, uh, a well way uh, accurate portrayal you 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 paint there, Mr. Cooper. Well, we're ready to go if you'd okay. like to follow along. Well, let, let's go. And you see he packs some, a uh, little bit of trail mix or, and nuts and, and everything. You guys uh, make it out, out to the tower. Again, it doesn't take uh, too long. I believe it is 1935. And uh, as you get to the tower, it uh, looks, looks the same. And uh, were you wanting to do any preparations or just kind of uh, sit, sit and wait? Um, I wanted to, while we're walking, talk to Marsden. Uh, do you have any extra firearms on you? I normally don't use a gun too well, but... I'm hearing about these transdimensional beasts and the guns won't do you any good against those, but yes, I'm uh, afraid I, my, my pop gun was not very effective. I, I, I managed to, to fell one of them with this, uh, but you have to get awfully close. Well, I have my ironwood staff and my whip, but I just didn't know what these creatures were like. So that's why I asked. I have uh, a couple of, uh, <laughs> fascist 36s in my bag if you'd like one just to stick in your belt yeah just uh break glass in case of emergency type deal i'm much better with my well i know i know the uh the guns seem to do well enough against the things i'm not sure how well they're going to work against a ghost who was it who contacted her was it milton milton marston do you think maybe you should do a I'm going to try. What precisely uh, would you suggest that I ask? Whether she's going to attack us again the way she did at the facility? Whether she'll how, join how, us in the battle against Argus? Can you only get like yes or no answers? Yes. Maybe something along the lines if is this a futile attempt to get help against uh, the white? armband people or like, are we about, wasting our time how about does she have a weakness yeah but we oh. might just say yes she has a weakness we got no idea what it is uh, and then when we see the big glowing blue crystal we 
<laughs> I mean, if you're trying to convince her to help us, you know, phrase your questions in ways that will impart information to her. Will she you know, help are us? You, are you, well, are you aware that the, well, I guess how many questions do you get to ask? Is it like three, like some kind of strange genie type situation or? It's uh, one at a time and uh, it is uh, somewhat vexing. I can't just do it all day and then uh, go out dancing. Oh, we could, you know, we could ask it, uh, ask the, the ghost uh, if they're aware that the fascists are trying to end the, the end the world. Um, for starters. Well, that's something to, to speak to her about, but I'm right now just attempting a divination before we approach her. Oh, divination. Oh, I understand you're going to ask the deck of cards. Right. Yes. Hmm. Uh, I could ask if there's a chance that she'll assist us against Argus. Yeah. And if, it, if they say no, then we can save ourselves the trouble. That, that chance might be 0.0000001%, though. Mm, Is there true. a good chance? <laughs> Is there a good chance mm -hmm. that she will help us? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? If, if we go, if there's just a, you know, a snowball's chance in hell that she helps us. What's the harm? Well, she, she did, did, after all. She did stir up quite a bit of difficulty at the institution. Um, she's got a way of draining one's very essence. Uh, she herself may be less than corporeal, but that does not prevent her from causing harm. Uh, I could say, I could down? ask if we are likely to convince her to assist us in combating Argus. Likely, even then, that that somewhat eliminates the 0.000% possibility. Yeah, it is always true when messing with these sorts of poorly understood sciences that there's a factor of irony that sometimes is involved. But I mean, all language is relative. Law. I mean, you could ask the cards if there's a likely chance, and those cards might consider 0.000001% chance at high likely chance. Yes, poet, it's true. All right, 29 is a successful roll. In fact, it's less than half. And I have drawn seven of wands on the question, are we likely to be able to convince Esmeralda Ash to assist us in combating Argus? It's a yes, no, huh? Uh... So let, let the keeper ask you a, uh, by likely, are you saying uh, higher than 50%? Yes. And then no. Hmm. So the answer is we are not likely to, although there still could be a one in five chance, a one in six chance, and so on. Um, so we could, you know, avoid, given that, Groth's hospitality is already on the wane. We could forego this interview. But now that we know that she and we have a common enemy, it might well provide us with some kind of assistance, even indirectly. But I mean, if you if you walk away now, I mean, leaving her, uh, you know, in the cold, as so to speak, uh, not going to put her in party. Her, not going to put you in her good graces. Yeah. Plus, the cards aren't 100% accurate all the time, so 
Couldn't really tell me. Never Drips know. and drabs. Milton made so, an invitation, and if we don't show up, it might hinder us in the future. So, yeah. Okay. I think, she, I think she's going to be a problem regardless, anyway, because she's still been taking people from the institute. So she has to be dealt with in one way or another. Well, and there's the Boris problem. So, tell it home. Mm -hmm. All right. So I gather uh, you guys are still going to uh, keep your your date, not stand her up. Excellent. All right. So you guys uh, hang out there. Uh, at about forty five minutes after uh, arriving, you see a uh, kind of a a blue app apparition show up and uh this is what she uh looks like she's wearing the robes she does have her hair kind of uh done up as in the bride of frankenstein style and she you get a, a feeling of supreme confidence in her uh in her face as uh is it still uh, done up with the yig got those squiggles and symbology it is a very serpentine, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she kind of uh, just uh, floats, uh, floats toward the tower, and uh, she gets uh, closer to it. She uh, looks at uh, looks at you, and she's like, "Going, hello, you uh, said you had something we needed to discuss." Mm. Indeed. Um... Which one of my friends here wants to uh, elaborate upon this? You, uh, before I start, you just look absolutely magnificent. I've never seen something quite as striking as your appearance and your grace wisping your way through the air. It is, it is wonderful to behold. Um, and it would be a shame if you lost the ability to do that forever. Or you see, we have a group of people we're trying to follow who have the intent to destroy the entire world. So it's going to put a little damper on whatever you got going on here. Ah, the old uh, people are trying to destroy the world. And so therefore I, I need to assist. Uh, it's a, well, you, it's don't, you, you don't need to do anything, really. I mean, it's all about wants and desires, right? Hmm. Oh, it, it is. And uh, I have been watching uh, you for for a while you uh you sleep rather heavily uh mr cooper i've visited you in your your cabin before yes well i have uh, other places i like to be when i'm asleep uh i i gathered that and uh the one the one one there in the uh metal i i don't believe i've uh met him before um wyatt wyatt chambers Pleasure to meet you, man. Ah, yes. It, it, it is. It is a pleasure to meet me. Do I need a sign check or anything for her the first time I've seen her? That's a good point. Yes, you do. All right. Uh, 20, so that's a pass. Oh, All sanity right. check. You ever see a ghost? That might be good. 17 is yep. a pass. <laughs> All right. Oh, you don't lose anything for uh, seeing, seeing her then? And he might thought of that. Uh, so she's like, but uh, sure, surely you didn't uh, ask me to come up here for uh, pleasantries and to tell me stories of uh, people destroying the earth without 
more details on what you are wanting from me and what you can offer. Well, uh, Madam Ash, uh, we do not entirely apprehend the extent of your powers and abilities and wouldn't presume to tell you in what fashion you might be of assistance, but the, uh, the fellow who uh, maintains that curious primitive village over the hill back there uh, says that you are an enemy already of this Argus fellow or the creatures that inhabit Argus and his ilk. They have uh, entered the... Um, well, they're attempting to generate a raft that will bring uh, ancient people into the present, uh, hmm. yeah, eradicating the civilization and possibly inadvertently generating a rift that will eradicate this reality. Hmm. I assume that you prefer this reality to ceasing to be. I'm not familiar with an Argus, but this person you speak of, he sounds, uh, he sounds like someone I should, uh, I could use. Someone that powerful? You familiar with the ancient civilization of Lomar? Oh, I've heard of it, yes. Yes, they have uh, understandings that are lost to the present time and space. Mm. But they don't seem to understand precisely what they're up to. I think their arrogance is leading them to folly. Oh, well, that, that, could, that could be. But again, uh, this this Argus, as you call them, um, where would he be at? Why, why would you need my assistance? Well, you know, there's, the, there's a uh, gateway in a cave not far from here. Oh, and yes. They've, go they've gone down there, and I believe it's part of their plan to, again, open up some unnatural portal in time and space. Hmm. So you say they've came down the cave. Mm. Yes. We intend to follow them and uh, end their mischief. Ah. So you, you intend to come visit? Come visit. I, uh, oh, yes. That's where, uh, where, we, where I am at. I'm, I'm at the end of the cave. Oh, well, then they might be on their way to visit you right now. Hmm. They might be, but I didn't see them when as I traversed up. Where have they got to? I don't know. I haven't seen any uh, surface dwellers coming coming down to down here, you know, but that I haven't brought myself. Speaking of which, the uh, the uh, surface dwellers, as you call them, that your servitors snatch away uh the white-haired russian fellow for example what uh what do you do with them pray tell he was oh. a friend of ours oh i didn't he didn't make it to me he might have uh ran into to regalil she's a uh a slaver down here you'll have to watch out for her regalil. well uh, thank you for what, the warning what does this person look like Oh, real ill? Oh, you 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 would never ever forget if you met her. It depends uh what artistic uh proclivity has struck her for the uh the week is what she would look like. Now, now that's a talent I greatly envy, let me tell you. Friends with this thing? 
Ah, she's she serves a uh, a purpose until I'm done with her. And if we do run into her, does she have a weakness? No, oh, I assume like all mortals. Uh, but I mean, do you have a weakness? Do all living creatures have weaknesses? Of course. But you were once a living creature named Ash. Oh. Is that correct? Oh, or is I... that mere illusion? Oh, I'm still still living. This is just a uh, projection of my mind. You I were could... once mortal. I meant. Oh. Oh, once mortal. Yes, that's. Uh, I was once mortal. Now I am. Uh, immortal, such a uh, simpler, simpler term. We'll put it uh, unaging. Deathless, perhaps. Perhaps I could teach you. Oh, that's uh, something I'm not uncurious about. If, if you prove strong of mind. Well, you, uh, I, I'd you, like to you, make arrangements after we save the world. Oh, yeah. You did fascinate me at the Institute. Oh, thank you. It was an interesting exchange, certainly. Hmm. So, uh, um, so uh, I don't know uh, of this party you speak of, but uh, if I could uh, give you safe passage through, through my uh, realm. That would be very much appreciated, yes. Hmm. Have you uh, heard of uh, not leaving the path? Well, basis of many folk tales. That's uh, advisable when you when you make it down. Stay on the path. The city will not. The city will be easy to find. I'm I'm in the tallest tower. City. Oh yes. Yeah, the uh, the ancient cities of the canyons, and I will butcher, butcher this word: the city of Vathru. Oh, oh, that's now. Keith, refresh my memory because I'm confusing Boris and Wyatt. Did Wyatt made the successful um, Cthulhu mythos about Yig and her, or was that Boris? That was Boris. Okay. Yeah. All right. There goes that question. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to, when she, when she said the Kanyan people, I'm going to say something. Um, the lost city of Kanyan, the lost, lost civilization of Kanyan. Um, and does this have to do with Yan Ho, which you brought up? Mm hmm before the game. But I'm yeah. going to say it in Kanyan. Ah. So uh, the four of you hear Damio speaking in this language that you've never heard him speak before. And she does respond in, in Kanyan. She's like, Yin Ho. She's like, that's even deeper. Is that is that where you seek? I think that's where they're going. Hmm. Like, uh, if they are headed there, then you will need the Black pil Pilgrimage. It's only in the uh, temples of Nug and Yeb. Mm, we know about those too. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not going to say that out loud. Uh, hmm. uh, well, I think I think that might be they're up to something. Hmm. You've intrigued me. Yes. She's like, like I had not uh, sensed great, great mind power in you, but but uh, you, you've intrigued me. I, it's been a long time since I've heard someone speak in the uh, in the original tongue. Well, you, I am would, a, a a scholar of languages. Oh, you would make a fine consort, also. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, he's like, oh, if you if you make it down, then uh, then you would get safe passage when when you were in the city. He's like, uh, come come to the cave. I must warn you that uh, there's been a collapse. You you might need to bring uh, some picks picks and shovels unless you have. Uh, other other ways to move large rocks. All right. Can I ask you another question? Have you uh, seen any other uh, villagers around this uh, tower? Or is only Groth's village around? Any other villages? Yeah. We didn't even know Groth's village was there. Ah. So. Well, it is suitably isolated. If you could do me another favor and burn their village down, I'd be uh, quite quite helpful. Hmm. Uh, has Groth offended you in some fashion? Uh, I've grown bored with them. I think his entire village is composed of people who are somehow mentally enslaved to him. Oh, so it shouldn't be a, an issue and no loss to the world. Well, question for the keeper. How close has Groth been watching us? <laughs> uh, he's is kind he, of... See with an earshot of this? Let me give him a listen roll. I should not talk. Why do I... you, if you look his way, he's kind of like, he's definitely got the impression that he's like, <laughs> so we don't need a psychology role to see whether he did hear it or not. No. Well, at no. the moment, we're using his town as a as a home base. Ah, yeah. We'll uh, if we survive, we'll see. We'll see how. Sometimes I just get so annoyed with them stomping around, making me think that someone that someone else is here that I've called, but. Well, we've spoken to you directly. We can tell him and his villagers to make sure they stay far away from here. Mm. Uh, on another note, if you keep calling people from the Institute, there's not going to be anybody left at the Institute to call, and you're not going to have anybody to do whatever mm. you do with them. So you might want to back off for a, a couple of months. Yeah, the classic conundrum. If I don't, if I don't dig dig the gold out of the ground, if I keep digging the gold out of the ground, there will be no more gold. But if I don't dig the gold out of the ground, what's the point? Well, we got a bunch of knuckle draggers in the cave, and I would gladly tie each one of them up and bring them to your tower and let you. Ah, they, they're just uh, they would just be uh, carnal fodder. <laughs> but 
But is it the abilities of those at the Institute that draw them to you or make them desirable to you? Oh, yes. Yeah, the same thing that draw, drew me to Mr. Cooper. However, I could never seem to find him when he was awake. People with abilities. That's what you're looking for. Of course. We are the next evolutionary step. Well, we might have something. Will we be able to talk to you when we're down there? Oh, yes. Oh, we'll have a, a feast ready for you. Why don't we have this? Let's, let's get get doing this. We'll talk. Just to clarify, I, we don't eat people. Like, hopefully, it's like food. Not oh no, we there are there are uh, fish and uh, plant life down here. No, no offense. Just you know, wanted to get that on the record. A reasonable question. He's like, well, I will show you to the cave. Thank you. Right, last chance to burn down the village. It'll probably Perhaps still be later. there when we get back. Oh, okay. Yes. Sometimes the anticipation is the best part. Mm. And she starts, uh, she almost like, almost dismisses of you. She just kind of turns around and she starts floating uh, back north. Goodbye, Cross. See, See you later if we survive. Uh, he, he kind of uh, waves and he's, uh, you see a, a relief come across his uh, face. And I'm like, hey, well... <laughs> <laughs> you may want to move your village, mate. Pronto. <laughs> All right. So it takes about an hour of, uh, of rough hiking. She's, uh, she doesn't have since she's not physically having to having to move uh she often has to stop and wait for you to climb over like you know fallen trees and yeah she gets a, looks a, a little impatient like she's forgotten what a hassle it is to actually have to physically uh, uh overcome obstacles but after about an hour of a uh, following you come to a uh a side of a hill and uh, everyone can give me a uh, spot hidden with a bonus. My 61 became a 61, so we're regular nice. success. Yeah. Ooh, I failed both of those rolls. Yeah. I, yeah. My, my 10 became a 70, so I'll stick with the 10. So that's uh, that's an extreme for me. All right. So yeah. what? Oh, yes. Uh, what you uh, see is that, that there was probably no way you were going to actually find this. The cave, the underbrush was all uh, almost like brambles were grown up grown over it. You can, with the, uh, the ex extreme, someone got an extreme, right? You can actually kind of see where there's some bits of rope left behind where you can kind of surmise that's where someone had tied it up so they could get in there. They probably cut the rope behind them. And so it gives you a feel, yeah, okay back on the right trail once you go in her uh her uh blue appearance starts shimmering and she just kind of uh fades away and she's like i i will see you 
See you when you make it to the city. Looking forward to your feast, Madam Ash. Pleasure meeting you. <laughs> she's uh, she's gone by the, the by the time that that. So you uh, arrive at the uh, you're at the cave, and uh, there is uh, two branches to the cave. But she uh, pointed you to the left branch to go to go down. But you do see that there is a. That, that there is what's obviously a uh, a created archway with a stone with the stones you got the keystone at the top and there's some uh, carvings around around the sides of it that uh, everyone can make a Cthulhu mythos if you have any. No, I got a sixteen out of a seventeen. Nice. So uh, you notice on the right-hand side of the archway, there's uh, the symbols are holy symbols of Yig, and on the left-hand side, there are uh, holy sing- signal symbols to uh, Cthulhu. Uh, this this is Yig, and this side is Cthulhu. Because uh, like, I I read, well, learned, studied about something with Zelleroth and they're like deities, gods, kind of powerful beings, alien. I, which it's very which one do we take? Well, y- Yig's a big snake. Yig. What's what's the one that sounds like a random selection of vowels and consonants? It's like a octopus man dragon. I don't know how else to explain it. And it's just so, one one archway there. Damn, oh, just on the... Right side but, of the arch is the carvings, and on the left side. I the see. Way. The left is the yig. Yep. I would assume left, but uh. Well, then she pointed us to left, correct? Right. Yeah, and like I said, there's just one, but the archway is blocked by what uh, looks like purposely uh, collapsed stones. Like you can kind of come into the archway, and it looks like someone had knocked the uh, stones down. Does anyone have any archaeology, geology, or demolitions? But well, oh, as I it just so happens, I have none of those. Yeah, what? <laughs> I have engineering. I have some de- demolition. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, 36, I will spend six luck to make that a regular success. Okay. Not spending 70 luck. Smart move. <laughs> Would engineering help? Uh, not for this roll. So, um... Marsden, with that, you you notice that the uh, rocks were definitely uh, a dynamited down in, into the way, mm-hmm. and uh, which makes you a little bit nervous about you know maybe blowing them up again because they might have uh, destabilized the ceiling even more. Yeah. Is there a way to climb up and over them and continue? Nope. No, they. Uh... They appear to have had reasonably clever sapper on this. It's interesting they don't plan themselves to come out this way. Uh, it's interesting also that they thought that someone was so close on their tail. Um, I think uh, we're just going to have to set up, you know, we've got rope and hand tools. We're going to have to block and tackle and pull this thing out from the top without uh top down without collapsing anything on ourselves we've got we've got a damiel 
I can try. I can see what I can do. But it's... You, you know that, like, the telekinesis can't move those heavy of... Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. it's a magic point per person that it would take to move it. So if it would yeah. take 20 people... Yeah. That's a lot of magic points. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, it looks now, like... Engineering might help to come up with a... Now, if we could make a lever... As Archimedes said, we could move the world. So that's true. All right. So uh, 37 out of 72. So I, I could spend one luck point to make it a hard. Nope. All right. So with the engineering, you can kind of uh, you can see where you which stones you need to move to get into kind of roll instead of having to move each stone one at a time oh, if i move this and th this will come down and i we can dig ourselves, ourselves just out. Be very careful yeah mm -hmm. hopefully they'll have a a feast that's not people <laughs> <laughs> so well, they're taking all the people from the institute. They're doing something with them. I don't want It sounds like she's taking people that have powers for some reason. Yes. She said so, something about gaining power. It sounds like she's got some kind of gruesome breeding program down there, actually. Maybe. It's a new race. That's as bad uh, as the fascists. <laughs> all right. So it's interesting to see a ghost take such interest in these matters. I don't think she's a ghost. I think she's a person in a machine like we were that's managing to project herself. <laughs> so why you were you you realize we can tie the ropes onto, but did anyone bring like a pulley system or any uh thing? Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Marston, Marston, oh, Marston. Did, did you want to spend uh, either tin luck or one of those uh survival uh, role benefits that you got to say, oh yeah, I did kind of bring this. I thought we might have to dig. Remember you got uh, three three things where you go, oh, my character would have known to make this because I rolled so well in my survival role. We knew we were coming to a cave. Yep. Yes, why not? Uh, we, I, I've said block and tackle. We can certainly, I've got these pulleys and we brought the climbing rope and we can fix, we can use the pickaxes to make a brace for the back. So yes, we can I think. All right. Let's see. Yeah, one of those gone. All right. So uh, he, by having those, you get you get an all you get them set up. Now, uh, who's going to be pickaxing and kind of lo loosening things up? I'll do that. Okay. Give me a Constitution roll. Ooh. Uh, no, I didn't pass. All right, so you're kind of digging along and you're you're wishing that maybe you've done some more exercises, you know, on, on the, you become quite, quite winded. Where is my cousin when you need him? Yeah, quite. Yeah. Uh, anyone want to step in to uh, take over for Damio? Well, you know, sometimes you got to roll up your sleeves and uh, go to work. Ode to a blue stone. All right, give me a <laughs> give me a constitution roll there, Nathaniel. 
It's very one is a pass. All right. So you kind of working away, getting them loose. And whoever is uh, pulling on the rope on the pulley system, once it gets loose, you, you move in. And you finally do uh, open it up and to, that you feel you can, you can get through without, you know, having it collapse on you or, uh, or getting stuck crawling through the, the hole. Yes, I think I'll um, uh, fashion a bit of a wooden brace around it as well, so that it's not just the fractured rock, but uh, we have a bit of a something holding it up, so that we can we can make egress this way, even if the Nazis didn't plan to. Understood. Just right. a sort of you know, Stonehenge kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you guys get that set up, kind of move your way way into it, and you come into a uh, a tunnel. It is uh, seven feet high and about uh, three three feet wide. So you need to go maybe a little single file. Done it. Uh, but like a you know, hallway. Yeah. yeah, like a hallway. But it extends on. Did anyone bring anything for light? Oh, I've got a very powerful flashlight. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. I have a lantern. A real flashlight and spare batteries. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have right. a prayer book. Oh. That, that's uh, a different that's a, time. That's a and different batteries. kind of light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, the air is uh, mostly uh, tolerable. So occasionally it gets uh, damp, and sometimes you get into those spots where the air kind of it doesn't smell like it's been circulating. It gets kind of that that fetid. But uh, the oppressive silence and uh, only hear the only sound being maybe the occasionally drip dripping and your feet. You know, it can give me a sanity roll just for realizing that the further you go, there's more and more rock, the tons of rock that are above you. 24 is Oh, if you fell, it's only one point. Okay. So, so this the time when I roll zero, zero, it's not too bad. Then, no, yeah. not too bad. You're just I'll, like, oh. I'll burn one luck. Okay. You know, it's yeah. funny you say that because I've been down into a cave and you have to kind of tell yourself, don't think about the half a mile of rock above your head. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh my goodness. So um, you're traveling on for, um, if you have watches, it feels like you're traveling, you know, pretty much for 10 hours. <laughs> and um, by that time, you guys start getting pretty tired because uh, 10 hours of walking downhill, it can take a take a while. So, uh, did you guys bring equipment to uh, sleep and camp? I brought food as well. Oh, good. Yes, I have a tent. I have a mm. bedroll. Okay. Is this um, cave temperature fifty four degrees Fahrenheit? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's pretty uh, chilly. Yeah, that's pretty chilly. Proof sheet again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sleeping on the ground. All right. So if you uh, brought food, go ahead and and mark off uh, some of the food that you eat. 
then uh, anyone keep in watch? We should all just sleep. Back to anyone to sneak up on us under these circumstances, but I tend to sleep only, you know, in 45 minute bursts anyway. Yeah. So I'll have a look around between nods okay. and doubly so on a bedroll on rock. Yeah. Uh, is there, is there, we've been going downhill at a slight angle, a considerable angle? Uh, just a slight angle. Uh, and is the cave width or height changed very much, or does it feel sort of like it was bored? No, no, it feels more like it was a, a natural cave. So we can, you know, as we as we become weary after nine hours, we could look for a larger chamber so we don't have to sleep in a line, which feels less wise. And it'll be easier if we can gather around the little cook stove and have our dried libations. As long as we don't have to deviate from the path. I'm not sure we're on the path yet. At any rate, we haven't had to make any choices, which I appreciate. Yeah. Not like we've had three notches telling us to go in a particular direction yet. So. In all of yeah. the uh, folkloric tales, it's always the path going down through piles of gold and jewels. And yes, temptations, temptations of one sort. will be outside the path. Yes, or something to frighten you off it. I think the major thing that would be temp uh, that would be mitigating temptation at the minute is realizing that yes, we could go and pick up tons and tons of gold, and you got to lug it back for the whole ten hours we've already spent getting down this far. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, have a uh, a little meal. If you brought like a little camp stove, it's a warm meal instead of a cold cold meal, and you uh, settle in for the night. Uh, everyone give me a luck roll for your night of sleep. 66. 45 is best. Nice. 56 is good. 48 is good. Yep. Uh, 40, 48 is a pass. All right. So when you wake up, uh, you know, you kind of uh, find, find your way around. You find a little uh, little spot where you can do your business and set out again do we Going recover to... hit points yes you do another uh, two hit points for a good night's sleep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right as you're going down the uh everyone give me a track or hard spot hidden Ooh. and 87 is neither of those ah. i got a hard spot hidden 14 is an extreme spot hidden for me. Nice. 81 is lousy. My classic. Well, as, as you were coming down, you saw a, a, a split in the cave. And uh, with the spot hidden, as uh, Damio was maybe, if he was in the lead, looks around, he sees down the, uh, the right-hand path, you find a, uh, a boot print that looks like it was you know, in the last month or so i think they went this way what do you think milton do i see the same thing yep you've got um, the extreme yeah oh, by point oh yeah. yeah yeah with an extreme you even see like uh 
uh, off behind maybe like uh was it the ones off the ground or the stalagmites um yeah. like a uh, a thrown off uh can of food that someone had ate and discarded the empty can yep and they didn't clean up after themselves yep mm. so yep it looks like they went this way did anyone at all any under circumstances go in the other direction uh they did not no no one went that way they only went this way right. so hopefully they went the right way all right, so you guys press on. What's well, interesting, it, sorry. Yep. As, no as, Esmeralda said she hadn't seen them. I wonder Possibly if that means they went the wrong way. Possibly. This but do we wish way. to follow them regardless? Well, they are our prey. This is a good uh, time for your cards because there's only a right it's or a left. binary there. choice. Yeah. And we assume that we want to find the. Uh, what language was that you were speaking, Daniel? Kanyan. Ah. An ancient language that supposedly was spoken by the, uh, the peoples that lived underground. I can't oh, quite oh. recall where I learned, learned it. That's what I was going to I mean, I've studied Greek and Latin and Russian and. I'm not sure where I got it from. And the city is called what? Vrithu? The Thru. V apostrophe T H R U U. But the city that I know about is Yan Ho, which I think was in, in what's his name's, uh, Argus's uh, study in that, that letter. Font Fontanelli's study. Fontanelli's or... study. Oh no, because we well we have been to two studies, haven't we? It's from the books we got from Fontanelli's house, which discussed Hollow Earth theory. Right. This Yan uh, Ho is this between the two poles, so the center of the Earth. Uh, she said that was beneath. She said farther on. Mm -hmm. Right. That's going to be a long way to climb. For long she also to mentioned. Uh, she also mentioned Yug and Jabber. Yes, yeah, then we'll we, need the. Can we learn something? The supplication of Nogbanyag. From our friend from Yadith. Yes. Yeah, she mentioned the Black Pilgrimage. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, do we want to ask if this is the, the direction that will lead us, lead us to the through or? to Yan or to the Kanyan or to the people we're looking or to for. the brothers brotherhood I mean we know which way the brotherhood went it's a question of whether we want to follow them if they went astray well she then, said that Esmeralda said we'd need to get something from her anyway to go further to go lower so we really need to go to see her. So it's whichever route gets us to. She was in the tallest tower in the city of the through. So that's our goal. All right. I shall ask if uh, the the thugs went to the right, is it? Yes. They tend to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they go so, left, we know we've got a problem. 
I'll, I'll ask if that's if if that is the way to the city of the through where Ash waits for us. Fifteen is a fine roll, hard success, and I've drawn the deluge. Oh, right. It looks and like the, a woman. Yeah. The, the deck answers woman. answers yes. Well, interesting. If we have time to explore in the future, I'd like to see what goes the other way. But for now, we have found the correct path. Okay. Right. Okay. So uh, as you press on down the right-hand path, about uh, just after lunchtime, you come to a uh, part in the cave where it gets very narrow. Almost so you have to turn to the side to kind of squeeze through. And uh, as you try and go through, give me a size roll, but you need to fail it. At last, size 40 is at an advantage. 64. Ha, ha, ha. You got it. No problem. 29 is a hard success on size. Oh, you. 27 is also hard for me. 32 is a fail. All right. It failed. Okay. If you pass, uh, as you get through, the rocks kind of gouge into you and they kind of pull, and you take 1d3 in damage as they kind of. It was just healing that old back. Yeah. <laughs> I took okay. two. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good little cut across your <laughs> fancy shirts. <laughs> Three. Oh yeah, as you you went through. Yeah, it it it, it dug in. I might be speaking an octave higher for the rest of the day. <laughs> and uh, do, is there any way that we could try and apply some first aid before? Oh we yeah. Continue? Oh yeah. No problem. I only have a thirty, but I'll try it on Milton, and then I'll try it on Nathaniel. I'll yeah. try it on. I'll try it on Milton. I'll spend two freaking luck. Okay. That's a 1d4 that they get back. I got an O2. Oh, wow. That's an extreme, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, they get, whoever you were tending to, they get four, four back. All right. So then the Daniel. I got one back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Like normal. Well, I might need some sewing equipment to put my one, one is better than zero. I greatly appreciate it. It is because uh, without first aid, there's a chance you got, uh, you ever went across wet rock, that moss, you don't want that in wounds. That's uh, very bad. So, so the first aid does have a good, good, good uh, role there, Wyatt. <laughs> uh, the hours press on. And you come to what feels like another day of uh, travel that you'll need to rest again. Uh, do you still have food? All I the record, oh, I have nothing. Remember, I was. Yeah, I oh, you weren't on the shopping trip. That's true. But, and yeah, Boris I'll share mine with, went with Boris. Okay. I'm very much used to fasting. So mm -hmm. I, uh, I, yeah, I eat very little. I'll share with Wyatt whatever I have. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not unlike me to just have a <laughs> chunk of dried meat every few hours anyway, which is why I could easily pass through these narrow passages. Right. 
I, mostly caffeine fuels me. <laughs> I know the feeling. Um, I only put food with an exclamation mark on my list, so probably no more than three days or three decent meals. Okay. So I'm I'm going to skip today and try and make it uh, stretch out as long as I can. So maybe uh, eat every other day, depending on how long we're going to be down here. Right. Makes sense. Yes. If we have uh, uh, a suitable container, I mostly have smaller things, but I have uh, dried lentils because they weigh nothing. If we put them in with water now, then they'll take no time to cook tomorrow. Uh, they could just slosh around and get um, mushy. Good protein. Mushy. Mm. Um, have we seen more spore of our uh, erstwhile friends? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now that uh, you know what to we, look for. We, uh, is there any, can we estimate how recently somebody's passed through it all? That's going to take a track roll. Yeah. Not my strong suit, but it doesn't hurt. No. It would have. It was an unlikely roll. Yeah, uh, and a seventy-one was not going to help. No, no. All right. So you guys sit down, lay down for the night. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Every everyone. We, get, yep. After after we eat, and as we're sitting on our bedrolls, if we turn all of our lights off and remain still for a moment, do we get a sense of anything else on the move or any other source of light down here? Uh, you don't see any sources of light. That would stick out really obvious. Uh, give me a listen roll. Hmm, 26. Yeah. That's so regular. Okay. I'm too busy snoring already. All I right. got an all freaking eight. Okay. Pass, but regular. Yeah, a 94. I think I'm sleeping with Milton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if 92, you, so definitely. If it's you one shy of extreme. Uh you might not want an extreme. If you pass, uh, are your characters uh typical sleep outdoors kind of folk? I am. Okay. And I'm more a sleep in a chair for um, 15 minutes kind of person. I'm not okay. even remotely afraid of the dark. Right. So, so Damio, you hear because even caves this deep, there's life. And so you hear oh, yeah. the things moving around. But if you're used to being outdoors, you know, you know that, you know, if you hear stuff moving, you're usually not in trouble. It's the stuff that is really quiet that can get you. Uh, if you are not used to being out there, you know, it kind of gives you that, you know, someone walked over my grave feeling as it's just like, oh my gosh. Can I hear, can I hear at all water running anywhere? A lot of caves yep. are made from running water. Uh, you don't hear like a, a underground river. You do hear the constant kind of dripping, dripping. as a, as it kind of works its way through there. And definitely if you lay underneath the stalactite, it'd be the water dripping off of that. Um, uh, is a is my compass operable here? Uh, have have, it, have, it, I, have it, I been getting the same kind of north as we go largely straightforward? Uh, this uh, if a compass would work in a cave, it, it would. This is where me as Keep Craig is unknowledgeable. Whether oh, or not. if there's if there's any kind of iron content to the rocks, 
it probably won't work. It'll start screwing that up. It'll, it'll point to whatever the largest, the largest mass of iron is under the ground. Just like if you put it on your the dash of your car, it'll point to your hood. <laughs> Usually, it doesn't work very well in a car. Um, I would has the channel been by and large in a straight line, or has it been very twisty or slightly twisty? No, uh, slightly twisty. You know, yeah, you, you could estimate if you uh, were counting your steps that you've probably traveled uh, about 35 miles. Mm, okay. And that's by why the, everything aches slightly. Yeah. By the angle, can we guess how far down we've gone using a little math? Uh, using trigonometry. Ah. You, use a little figure out the hypotenuse. And uh, yeah, do you have any uh, science math? 1%. It, it doesn't say how far down it goes. So essentially. Uh, <laughs> I've got a 90 of intelligence. So I probably yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basic. Like, Simple trick. Uh, you feel that, uh, yeah, we'll say you went down probably uh, 15 miles. Okay. At some point, it's starting to get, it's going to start to get warm again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Once we start hitting the, what is that? The, 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 the crust is what, 50 miles or so deep? Obviously, the Cthulian world does not quite follow the real world. That's right. Obviously, you can't have a city in the center of the earth <laughs> in the real world. Just floating in the mantle, what little yeah. bit's left of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, swirling bat, bat, bit of slag. All right. So, you guys uh, lay down. Uh, everyone just going to sleep through the night again? Oh. Get, give me all a luck roll again. 41 is good. 78, still good. good. 54, 54 is good. good. Okay. All right. So, so as you're waking up the next day, Damio, as you're kind of uh, looking around and the lights are, you know, the, I'm assuming that the lanterns are not being as bright as you're just getting used to being in almost perpetual right. darkness. Uh, you see often the... Uh, the distance out, out away from the, the entrance back into the tunnel from this antechamber that you're in, you see a uh, figure there, and you're pretty sure that it's uh, e what was Mark's first character's name? Eon? Ian? Oh, Ian? Yeah. Or dead right. friend? Was it pronounced yep. Owen? Owen, Owen. Owen, yeah. You, you, uh, you see Owen kind of standing there, and he's... Uh, you know, where they kind of beat him, his, his face is all swollen and he's got, uh, you know, this very lividity to him. Over to, I stand up and I go over to him. Owen. It was, it was, it was Damio. Uh, you, you've joined me underground. Y yes, but you're pa you've passed away. Haven't you gone on from here? I've, I've I descended into the Everblack. It's perpetually dark. He, he's like I I'm I'm so so glad to see you. 
going to pull out my cross. Mm -hmm. um, my character's thinking, okay, we're in the we're in the underground. This could be a demon, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I want to see what his reaction. Yeah. Right. The other four characters, you see Damio standing at the entrance, talking to uh, the wall. Lost it. Uh, Damiel. Just, just a second. Uh, you know, Odysseus had himself tied to the mast of his ship when he was worried he might wander off. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the classics. I've read them in Greek. Have you? Um, as he, as he smiles, you see like a, a, a bug crawl out of one of his nostrils. You might want to read them again. Our Anyways, so he has no reaction to my religiosity that I'm through. No. Mm -mm. Are you are you in pain? Oh no, there's there, there's nothing. I, I've I've reached the uh I've I found what the answer is. There there's there's nothing on the other side. Okay, well there's something because you're here. Everybody, uh, squint your eyes. I'm going to turn my flashlight on Damiel and see if uh, there's something behind him. You mean in front of me? Because you're shining well, on the back of mine. Right, yeah. behind, behind you to me. Okay. Uh, when you shine that on, uh, yeah, it's bright, and you see the rock wall and Damio. Uh, for a brief second, uh, Owen's there as his eyeballs was is starting to kind of collapse in his uh, in his face, and then he just kind of he's no longer there. I don't want to say he dissipates because that would imply they kind of drifted right. away. But yeah. So I I turn around, please. Um, yes, blinding. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, uh, we just wanted to see what you were talking to. Well. I think that whatever it was presented itself as Owen. Oh, he was dead. Hello. He was decaying, but he was trying to tell me that there's nothing after. It was uh, the more I think it was. It was very emotionally draining, but at the same time, I mean, I'm now thinking that it must have been one of these temptations to mm. stay on the path. Um, it was extremely vivid. It was playing on your religious beliefs. Well, it was playing on the fact that I, I still feel incredibly guilty about Owen. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, if you just turn your lantern up, is there anything, anything left? Is there a fissure in the rock or something? Is there some source that this might have emitted from this shadow creature is there any yeah. way that i could have gotten off the path so to speak if i'd have if he'd have walked somewhere and i followed him uh no yeah i don't know it was very vivid i think it was a trick though yeah Are you visited by the dead often damiel no never i don't believe i i believe that my religious beliefs are that when you die, you go to heaven or hell. You don't stick around. Ghosts are nonsense. 
except that there are entities, there are demons that might try to trick you. Uh, but it had no, it had no, it it didn't react badly. So I don't think it was a demon. It was a trick. Maybe maybe we've been down here too long. Perhaps, or something is aware that we're here. My guess is that each of us will at some point be tempted. We've got to remember if there's something that doesn't make any sense, then it's going to be a trick. It's a trick. You see your mom down here. If you see your, your pet down here. If we see Boris down here. Hmm. Unless he comes out and shakes our hands and hands us a bottle of vodka, it's not really. No, <laughs> I mean, everybody just... Uh, if you see something that makes you feel guilty, stay away from it. Well, surely, surely, Nathaniel, with your experiences in the dream world, there's got to be all kinds of phantasms that are unreal that present themselves in dreams. I mean, you spend as much time in the dreamlands as I am, you start questioning if anything is real, Damiel. But what if? What if we're at the point of crossover? What if we're in the place where the dreamlands and the real lands cross that over? Might be. Uh, if that was the case, I'm sure a flock of cats would have already come to visit our friend Milton. So I, I suggest we keep uh, heading towards the city. I mean, as much as I love Lethbridge's lentils, I would love to get to that beast personally. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd rather get there before I start seeing stuff because if I do, I think I know what I might see, and I don't. Oh, I've gone, it. I've gone a week without food and not had hallucinations like this, so I'm not that worried about it. But... <laughs> it's not what I wanted to think about while I'm walking underground here. Reminds me of ancient Greek myth, actually. I mean, doesn't Odysseus run into a bunch of shades? I mean, they, the Greeks thought quite literally you could enter a cave into Hades. Yeah. Found it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, pressing on? Onward. Onward. All right. So the uh, as you're uh, traveling, about uh, three hours into your, uh, into your uh, mind-numbing walk that it's become, you, uh, who's in the lead? Should we sing songs or something? Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why, uh, militaries when they march, they sing Jody's because, yeah, it, it helps. Well, let's sing a good, let's sing a good logging song. Yeah. Um, 10,053 green bottles hanging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, what about the one the little funny people sing in the animated cartoon? Hi ho, hi ho! Oh, they're they're in a hole, aren't they? Off the work weekend. Bucket and a spade and a hand grenade. Hi ho, hi ho! And why? And what, <laughs> what source of light do you have? Uh, if I'll grab uh, whatever lantern. Whoever we could, you know, alternate. Whoever's in the lead, grab the lantern. Okay. And at this point, it's down to the slightest. You know, right. we're burning very little fuel because we are all night. Yeah. Hide. All right. Uh, all right, Wyatt, give me a uh, spot hidden. 11. Okay. Would be, uh, it's just shy of extreme. Two okay. points away. Yeah. 
as you're uh, walking, you suddenly see that the uh, path suddenly drops, like almost almost straight straight down. You see some uh, the little uh, tackle that that someone would have used to climb climb down, still uh, embedded into the rock, you know. But you you realize that it, you know, you were almost yes in a law because of the monotony and the unchanging that you almost walked off of this uh cliff as you look down it looks like it it goes down about uh about uh 60 feet but you see that the uh path continues on down there and there are quite a lot of trash trash thrown thrown in this area whoa, the whoa, whoa. Whoa, wait 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 whoa. watch watch look and then i point out i Shine a light on the, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, at least trash we have something left to trash everywhere. Yeah. Someone should put up a sign or something. <laughs> well, getting we'll a stuff uh, getting left. a bit of a flashback to a another hiking trip recently. Yes. How are you feeling, Cooper? You look better. I I feel a lot better, but uh, I'm making my stomach a little sick. Another drop. Uh, well, is the um, are the pitons and things that are driven in still stable? Could we use them to uh, simplify our descent? If we need more, I've got some more. Right. And a hammer to knock them in with. All right. I think that we're, you know, we can just use them. All right. Who wants to climb down first? <laughs> I can do a good impression of falling, not climbing. I'll uh, I'll go first. Okay, uh, with a bonus die. Uh, climb. Yep. I got an O two on the first roll, so. Uh, all the way down. And give me a luck roll on the on the way down. Uh, yep. Pass. Yep. All the uh, all the gear is uh, still stable, embedded into the rock, hasn't come loose or anything. Okay. All right. Who's next? I'll go next. Climb, right? Yep. Uh, 56 out of 30. It's a lot of... A lot of fucking fall, too. It it is. It is, yeah. I'll spend... uh, Is it straight down or is it like at an 80 degree angle? Uh, probably not quite straight down because it's, uh, it's, it is a natural, but yeah, uh, it's. So he's going to scrape himself up on the way down, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 22 points of luck. Yeah, I'll spend it. All right. It's triple pulp. That's right. As you come down, you kind of, whoa, you know, the, the rope uh, feels like it almost gets away from you, but you grab on and you, you continue on down. <laughs> All right. Who's uh, up? Uh, I got to get, this, I gotta oh, get yeah. this out of the way or I'm never going to Can I it. hold the bottom of the rope to help with like a little bonus or something to keep it from, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say it's probably already kind of doing that with the the pitons. And... Okay, I'm ready. All to... right, Ooh, a ten without the bonus dice. Oh, I learned you. Like, <laughs> oh, I had a bonus dice on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I rolled a one. Yeah, okay. Don't mm-hmm. didn't get your luck back. Ah, uh, thank you. You went back yeah. roll I, time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> right, who's next? Well, Blake, I'm lighter, uh, but it might be good to have someone up here if you have any difficulty. Yeah, I'm I'm really not good at this. So uh Damn you, get ready to catch me. I'm ready. Right, here we go. 39 on the first one. And 59 on the second one. So that is a fail. Uh-huh. That's gonna be 19 luck if I want to burn it. You could always push it. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm lucky. I'll we'll save Damiel's magic points and such for later. So I will okay. I'll burn the 19 luck for now and hopefully get a large chunk of it back later. So that that is good. All right. 47 is unsuccessful. 79 is worse. 47, I have to spend 27 luck. Mm. That that might be Realm for Damia. (laughs) Just about half of what I have left. But I'm late and I have no injuries. Do you have at least 30 left after that? No. Catch him. It's 20, 29 if I spend 27. Ah. Uh, Yo- YOLO, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, here goes nothing. Oh! <laughs> I got a 20. Oh, wait. How much do I need? <laughs> I got a 29 out of 27, so I'll spend the two luck to kind of kind of slowly. And we'll say that uh, it takes six magic points uh, for one one magic point per 10 foot that you kind of get him down. (laughs) He grabs hold of the rope six foot before the ground. Oh, well, uh, thank you, Daniel. I have to say, uh, under better circumstances, I'd like to try some more of that. It's a very interesting experience to suddenly be gripped by invisible powers in the air. Uh, uh, Fortunately, I didn't uh, accidentally do the pyrokinesis instead. (laughs) Yeah. Light you on fire, make you torch. (laughs) Although that might have lightened me, but... uh, Oh, well... Uh, now I'm gonna. I'd like to inspect the litter down here. Mm-hmm. See how how far in advance of us they are. If they left, say, a banana peel, it'll give a good indication of hours, even. Okay. Uh, sure. Give me a natural world or a track. Oh, we tried to know a couple of weeks. Well, we don't know what their progress has been like. And I would, I, I, I'd like to, as long as they're leaving stuff behind, I would like to know if we're just about to catch up to them for some oh. reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to drive all those pitons in and so on. They've, uh, it's true. Uh, so I have, I rolled a 36, so one is a success for natural world. Uh, 
yeah, they're they're the um, the fruit or whatever that was left of the fruits pretty rotted, and you're like, yeah, it's probably been down here, you know, over a week. Mm-hmm. So we might be gaining on them, but we still have quite a we still have quite a lead. But no one warned them to stay on the track. We don't know what exactly they're following anyway, so. It's actually kind of interesting too that the fruit is rotted because there's probably very little bacteria down here at this point. Yes, but oxidation will happen anyway. It would, it would desiccate, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if anything's going to be here, it molds spores. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So you travel on and right about about an hour before you start thinking, okay, we're gonna have to make another uh, camp. You notice that the uh, floor goes from uh, the natural cave floor to actual uh, carved stones and that, and uh, you know, the walking is easier because it's been smooth. You know, you're not constantly having to be wary of rolling your ankle or, uh, you know, slipping on, on moisture is it and you know for the first time you're like oh you know hey civilization yeah let's all uh let's all uh shutter our lights and see if there's any other source of illumination at this point we're approaching some sort of human or not human construct when you uh do you guys all shutter your lights in Yeah. yeah when you do ahead of you there is a faint blue glow. Is it a similar hue to that of Esmeralda Ash? It is. Mm-hmm. I think we've come the right way. When we were in Lomar, I, I, I may have been confused. Did it seem like Lomar was underground? No. Okay. It, it was at the North Pole. Oh, okay. Yeah, L- Lomar is in perpetual darkness. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Oh, there is some light. We can go that direction. All right. So as you uh, press on, the tunnel levels off, and uh, the blue light gets uh, brighter and brighter. It, uh, and right when you come to an opening of the cave and you can see it's opening up into this huge vast chamber, you can see that the light is almost like uh, right at dusk is about how much light it's uh, producing. And you see ahead of you a vast landscape of rolling stony hills with a where in the lower areas in the hills, it's obscured by blue blue mist. Off to the right, you see a uh, large uh, forest of uh, trees that none of you recognize. And the uh, ceiling is, uh, you can't see it. It kind of, uh, the blue mist goes away, but you do see uh, something flying around. And uh, all of you can give me a sanity roll for seeing a uh, entire civil world in this. I pass forty. Anyone is a pass. Nice. Eight, Eighty-six is a pass. Wow. Nice. Nope. All right. 
Give me a 1D, 1D4 if you fail. One. One? Okay. And you are still indefinitely insane, correct? Correct. All right. Give me a 1D10. Ten. Ten. You gain a new mania. 1D100. <laughs> Fear of the color blue. Oh, you'd be obsessed with it. <laughs> I'll have to change my whole wardrobe. Yeah. Um, I got 38. 38. <laughs> I hope it's not fecophilia. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, no, you are, you are obsessed with giving gifts. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Doromania, it's the Arlo. Time to start carrying around a lot of ties. Ties. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have a selection of assorted bow ties that I uh, that carry with me. Yeah. And give yourself another Cthulhu Mythos point. Okay. Keeper, are these trees uh, green-leaved? Um, it's hard to tell. They're pretty far off. You would uh, estimate they're probably about 15, 15 miles miles away. Oh, so the mist right. is kind of... Uh, yeah. You know, how There's not enough light for chlorophyll, so... That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. now, I bet you they're the not trees. They're probably fungi. What does the light source look like? Like, where is this illumination coming from? It's just the, the up glows. Yep. Probably uh, moss or something. Yeah, it's like glowing fungus or... Neat. Don't know. So, so there are rolling hills and trees, but no sign of a city yet. Um, if you... Did anyone bring binoculars? I don't think so. Oddly. Does anybody have really super duper sight? <laughs> it is one of those crazy. Uh, yeah. Yes, I have magnifying lenses, but I think those are close. Yeah, to use. Close, so, close in. I've got a magnifying glass as well, and that ain't going to cut it. Yeah, yeah, that would probably make it harder to see. <laughs> I have a poetic spirit. Ah, well, isn't that, that lovely? All right. So uh, you, you can't see, but but you can. There is a very distinct path that heads. Uh, I'll just orientate it to the map they give me. It heads south to the uh, west is where the forest is, and to the east it looks like almost like scrub brush. This might be the path she was saying. Well, you, and you like said it. that the the. Uh, floor was carved stone. Uh, you mean that it was chiseled out of the rock, not that it's a laid path? Is that right? In the cave. Now that now, if you come out, you start seeing that. Yeah, this is like like rock that they've they've laid, like a like a Roman road. And it's if, amazing. Anyone has history or archaeology? Could, uh... I have history. Oh, actually, I do have archaeology. 73 is not what my history is, though, so no. <laughs> I've got 66 out of 60, so what I'll do is I'll spend six points. 
All right. Because it's fascinating. And that's on archaeology? Yeah. Okay. So what you, what you uh, notice is that the stones are a odd combination of both uh, Roman Empire and Meso, Mesoamericana um, style. style. Yeah. It's very mm. interesting. I would say uh, very odd because I'm, we're getting like Roman here and Mesoamerica in style. Um, uh, some of these blocks are so perfectly cut that you can't fit a piece of paper in between. Like I that. wonder if uh, if uh, people uh, uh, what sort of stone would I estimate it is? Should I roll natural world for that? Is it still the blue bluish? Uh, it's more of a, it's just reflecting. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. It does kind of look like the blue, the stones that were used on the blue tower. Follow the blue brick road. Yeah. Start to see. Yeah. Maybe. Brick road. Follow the Azure road. See that? That's the two syllables. Azure road. Azure road. Azure road. Our path forward is clear, and hopefully we can get some more uh, pleasing sustenance soon. I'm hoping that as we move along, we'll see a brighter light somewhere where uh, a city is. Now, I think we should just stay on the path and look at stay on the path. what we see. Right. Don't let your dead friends pull you off the path. I mean, I guess the question is, do we want, I mean, you said this was right before we were normally going to sleep, Keith. Yep. We want to camp at the foot of the path. Not like going out there, but still in the cave part. Yeah, like things wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where we still have some protection. We could have a. We can do a little bit of uh, cooking out here, where the light will attract less attention because there's ambient light, and then we can put our bed. Hopefully, we'll get somewhere in. in a, we'll get somewhere in a day. Otherwise, do we have to sleep on the path? We can't like well, we're sleep. We're not going to sleep off it. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we are going to make better time here than we did inside the cave, and yeah. so we should get somewhere within a day's, you know, stout walk. Right. All right. So you guys are going to uh, get some, get the last little bit more of your meager, meager meals. And then uh, can't rest for the night. Yes. Okay. It's uh, going to set a watch. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to. Yeah, yeah I'll take some turns. I think we've reached a point, yes, where it is easy to sneak up on us rather than difficult. Okay. All right. Who has the first watch? I'll take it. All right. Got a fresh pot. I'll take the go. second watch. Take the third. Vigil. We'll call Keep vigil. All right. Got a lot of church. Marsden, as you're uh, kind of uh, sitting there uh, trying to keep awake as you sit in the quiet, give me a listen roll. 
Oof. No, 65 is pretty bad. Okay. I've um, been sketching in my notebook this odd landscape, so maybe my pencil scratches have. Yeah, uh, that's right. Okay. So uh, as you're uh, sitting there pencil scratching, you know, the one thing that you, uh, you notice is when the blue light didn't like darken or anything like a, like it wasn't a light, a night day cycle here. Mm -hmm. And that, um, as you're kind of in there, you notice that the blue light shining into the cave where you guys are there for a brief moment, it kind of flashes like something walked in front of the door. Uh, it flashes as though it was obscured for a moment and then returned. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, this seems like a, uh, if I didn't see something, but something passed through, maybe the full spectrum flashlight will show a shadow or a waiver or something. If I hopefully don't wake anybody up, flashing it back in. Mm -hmm. Anyone there? So you turn it on. Mm -hmm. So uh, give me a sanity roll. Oh, uh, 38 is very good. Okay. Uh, you are fine. What you see, you see this uh, bipedal creature. Uh, you would uh, think that it at one time was of a human descent, but the top half of its uh, head's gone, and it just has its tongue kind of flopping out from its from its jaw. And off of the sides, it's got all these various uh, toes that seem to have been grafted grafted onto it. And it starts kind of a shambling kind of toward you as if the light's kind of a, attracting it. Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> uh. <laughs> and uh, all of you can give me a sanity roll for seeing this. That's awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, I'm so glad I'm asleep. Thank you, Marsden. Thank you. 26 is passed. Passed it. Oh, oh. Easy pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you see this, it kind of uh, shocks you. And it starts, uh, when the yelling, it starts uh, running towards you. So, uh, everyone, give me, besides Marsden, give me a dex check to see if you're able to kind of like get yourself ready or if you'll have a surprise round. 64 <laughs> is just barely a pass. Nice. I got 28. 28 out of 65, so that's a hard. Nice. 96 is nowhere near. All right. Uh, 98, I got up and fell over my feet. Oh, God, a sleeping bag. <laughs> Ready for yeah. it. Yeah. A Milton and Wyatt. All right. Nathaniel, you are the fastest of the group. I'm going to smack it with my club of a walking stick. Okay. I'm going to try to, anyway. And 66 is a fail. <laughs> oh, uh, you kind of swing as it kind of makes this it's, it's weird, like swing at you almost in this unnatural. And that's why you kind of missed as you're like, oh, what? The people don't like, swing like I, I'm so I'm so weirded out by it that I'm like, yeah. All right. Uh, Damio. I am going to push it like uh, as hard as I can with my abilities. Okay, uh, let's see what its size is. Wow. Okay, okay, you will need a hard. Oh, two. 
Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You uh, you you push it, push it. Are you trying to blow it out of the cave or into the I'm, wall? I'm trying to fling it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do with no problem with that with that roll. Yeah, it kind of uh, flings back and it's it's confused. And uh, I'll give it a uh, intelligence roll. Oh well, it it, it rolled really well. And so uh, as you flung it back, it starts coming back towards you, but it's not going to get a chance to attack because now it's, it doesn't move fast enough to overcome the distance that you threw it back. All right. Uh, so Marsden. Well, this is where it's useful to have a firearm that doesn't make a lot of noise because I would hate to fire a gun at the entrance to a giant cavern, but my magneto rifle Oh, yeah. Try to give it three pops in the gut. I uh, gonna give it a volley. Yeah. All right. Just a just a spurt. I'm not even sure I want it dead because I don't even know if it means any harm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd certainly want it subdued. Uh, wow! I rolled a forty-one for forty. I think that's worth spending a point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so with a, a volley, which is just regular success, you just hit it with one of them. Okay, yeah. And roll your damage. Oh, sorry. Two. And how big are these like projectiles? Uh, you know, it's kind of potluck, but they vary from like uh, die size to like ink bottle size. Okay. So you rolled a uh, two. All right. So, uh, you hit it, and the, um, the it hits it, and it doesn't start bleeding like you would expect. Maybe it doesn't have a heart to, to cause it to, to pump blood. It kind of pulls this thing back. And does, it, does it reek of decay? Uh, it reeks of, uh, like, it's... Not decay, but of uh, body odor, just unwashed for years. No. Uh, and it, it, it appears to have been human once. Yes. And when you say the back of its head was missing, what's there? Like uh, here and up is gone. Uh-huh. Oh, so, so I don't even know how it sees what it's seeing. Right. It's just its tongue up there. It's almost like uh, it's tasting the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bile. Yes. All right. Uh, top of the round. Milton. How wide is the tunnel we're in at this point? Uh, it's about four, many people? four foot. So there's only really one person that can be at the front to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not at the front as other people have done. So stuff. Nathaniel's kind of there with his thing, and I Mars and maybe it was like choo -choo, shooting on beside him, or yeah, I assumed I was sitting on some sort of rock by the entrance or some such, keeping yeah. watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nothing I can do. There's not enough room. I understood. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel. All right. Again, club it with my walking stick. All right. Oh, nine is better. That's an extreme success. Okay. All right. And that's a uh, blunt damage, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, you hit him. 
So just roll damage. Yep. Yep. Well, you get uh, max damage because it's okay. Blood. So twelve. Okay. Oh, yeah. That uh, that hurt. It uh, falls back. Wyatt. Um. Is if this is possible, let me know. Can I push past Nathaniel and just try and tackle this thing out of the cave? Not even wrapping my arms around it like a football, like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Give me a brawl, but as you kind of push Nathaniel all the way, it's going to give you a penalty die. I'm not slamming them. Right, slamming but it's kind of breaking up your, like, you know. Right, so the first one is a 23. The second roll is an 03, so a 23. Okay. Which would be hard. Okay, you needed it. Okay, yep, you got him. So I want, I'm just kind of trying to check him to, like, Throw him back out the cave so we could. Okay, give me a strength strength roll then. So you hit him, and bonus die because you got a hard on your. Uh... So fifty four or a fourteen. So fourteen is extreme on my strength. Beat my ninety nine. So yeah, you 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 send it flying, and uh, when it hits the ground, it kind of scrapes part of the. Uh, the back end of its head just kind of rips off as there's really not any skull there. So just some of the flesh rips and it kind of stops moving the tongue lolls off. Now I, I was making room, so I I throw my whip for next round. That's why I was trying to get. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not moving anymore. Oh, it's not moving. Yeah. Uh, when it hit its head or whatever, yeah, I, it, the one hit point it had left was. Uh... Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what in God's name? What's that thing? Uh, after we ascertain that it's not going to rear up, uh, it was going to attack us with its hands, I guess, since it only had one mandible. Uh, are the hands just human hands they, they do they look like um like they're just kind of torn up like it's been digging in the ground and it doesn't really have the blood circulation to clot and repair itself you know and and the toes that are attached you sort of like a necklace but in at but in the flesh uh almost uh give me a well you can give me a First aid or a medicine? Beyond first aid. <laughs> Rather, uh, regular first aid. Uh, as you're looking at it, they're not sewn on there. It's almost like they've been almost like soldered onto it, but with flesh, you know, like so. So this creature appears to be the result of some grotesque experimentation that someone has undertaken. Yes. Uh, And it's difficult to imagine what is animating it. Correct. Does anything come out of the neck into that empty head, like wiring or threads of fungus or tubes? Maybe a little bit of uh, spinal nerves. I, I'm glad there was only one of them, and I pity it, and I'm glad it's out of its misery. 
didn't our friend mention about this uh, slaver that had a particular artistic flair? I'm wondering if this might be an example of art artistic flair. It's a it's an odd medium, for yeah. sure. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Back to, back to I'll, sleep. <laughs> I'll take over for you, Mars, and I'll, I got three hours to sleep. That's not. Uh, yes. Well, I'll uh, I'll lie down for a bit. I don't know that I'll be sleeping again, or that I would want to immediately. I feel as though my dreams might be colored. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, so uh, guys, lay uh, lay back down. Uh, the three of you that are trying to go to sleep, give me a sanity roll to see if you're able to just kind of calm your mind. Eighty-two. Is that good? Forty-nine is good. Oh, fail, fail. Oh, and a ninety-five is yeah, so close to a success, but yet you, I missed it. If you fail, you're not losing any. It's you're, you've got that night of sleep, you know, where you, oh, I lay over here. No, I, I lay, you just cannot get your mind to calm down. If only you could spend luck. <laughs> Milton's over there. <laughs> All right. Probably my bare toes poking out from underneath my uh, waterproof sheet. Occasionally <laughs> <laughs> wiggling. <laughs> And uh, Damiel, as you're uh, sitting there at watch, uh, a couple hours into it, this uh, this bird that's almost that's completely white, like it's never had the sun, you know, to cause it to need to be any other shade. It lands and it starts picking at the uh, the Body. corpse. Yeah, is it a large bird? Yeah, not a California condor, more of like a hawk. So, you know, about four or five foot wingspan. But, you know, the actual body is not that big. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll watch it. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that I'm going to spend a good portion of this standing up. I'm going to prop myself against the wall of the cave, but I'm, I want to look around. I want to. I'm not going to go anywhere, but I'm going to be looking at the hills in the distance and the bird. Right. Yep. So as you kind of look around, give me a spot hidden. Nine is a pass. Regular. Okay. As you are uh, looking around, you see off to the uh, southwest. So the forest was to the west. The path went south. So kind of in between the two of them, you see these uh, flashes. Um, they look like muzzle flashes, but it's farther enough away you can't hear any hear the sound. And if, then if I then see them and I try really hard. We are in a cave. Give me a listen. I got a 21. 21. Let's see what kind of gun. Uh, what type of, how's your uh, gut fighting gun skills? 
my fighting skills are not very good. My brawling skill is good, but my gun skills are not. So I wouldn't okay. know what kind of gun it was. Yeah, uh, but it is rapidly firing. Like, like yeah, machine gun. And the flashes came from where the path seems to be generally heading. Uh, more of a like, a, let's say the path is a, one leg of the right triangle. The forest is the other leg. It'd be like what the the split of that would be. That's a terrible triangle I described, but. <laughs> All right, so I'll just keep my vigil. The uh, rest of the night passes without out incident. Nathaniel and Wyatt, eventually you do fall asleep. Who had the third watch? I, I did. Yeah, so, so you, you fall asleep after Nathaniel takes over watch for a year. You, you, you didn't get any sleep during Damiel's. I figured, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Oh, so you're going to take over after me? Mm -hmm. uh, I have the Wyatt. third watch, the third shift. Okay. So yeah. when Wyatt, when you get up, I sort of lean into you and I point. I see right over there. I saw flashes and I heard what sounded like a machine gun. Great. I wonder if uh, should we start? I'll wake everybody up and start heading there. No, I will let everybody sleep. That's a long, long way off. I could barely hear the sound. In fact, from the flash to the sound was. A few miles. miles. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll I'll stay vigilant. Thank you. Try and get some rest. Good night. Okay. All right. So the morning comes. Everyone, uh, you know, you took each took your watch, and uh, Nathaniel, Wyatt, Marsden, you're used to not getting a lot of sleep anyway. You and you and Tesla. So. Wyatt and Nathaniel, you kind of yawning, but nothing mechanically to where it's impacting you. So oh, not the best, best night's sleep. Uh, you only recover one one hit point if you need to because you didn't get a good night's sleep. I'm at full health. But... Yeah. So slowly climbing my way back yeah, so, from the so, fall forever ago. Yeah, the fall suck. All right. Don't mention okay. climbing. You might lose some more. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> And I tell them all about the machine gun. I don't know what kind of machine gun or if it was a one that console. puts a lot of lead in the air generally oh. means pain. And if it was to the if it was between the path ahead and the forest, maybe it's somebody who strayed from the track. Maybe I, I hate the idea of these Nazis coming in here and just slaughtering every indigenous people that they find along the way. For all we know, we're going to encounter an, an, a lost civilization. On on the bright side, it could at best be that they're clearing the way for us, that if there was something that was going to jump out of the forest at them, you know, like some giant spider or something like that, just thinking of the most horrific thing I can think of off the top of my head. On the other hand, they could have just irritated everything ahead of us so that it's unfriendly to things from the surface. Uh, how's uh, uh, Mr. Toe looking after another several hours 
Oh, uh, that was a white bird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He looks picked at. Is it worth burying it? Nope. It's wrong. Leave it for the natural ecosystem. I, I'm, I, I don't feel like leaving the path, to be honest. Good point. Fair point. Maybe throw it off the path, but as long as we stay on the path. Marston, is your are you chilly? Is your head cold? Would you like uh, my hat? Oh, uh, that's all right. I, you know, my waistcoat is woolen. Uh, I appreciate it because it's chilled. Out. Is Anybody it still? Else? Is it still cave temperature, or is it warmer here? Actually? It is warmer. It is warmer. Anybody else want my hat? I'm good. No. I mean, I, I have one, but did you want to swap hats for a while? Oh, no, 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 no. Hmm. I was wondering if maybe somebody wanted my hat. <laughs> oh, my armor's insulated, so I'm good. But thank yeah. you. Well, I'll find some way to pay you all back. Yes, nothing to worry about, of course. Uh, so, uh, Wyatt, uh, I assume you'll want to take the front, as is often yes. the case. Yes, uh, uh, and I have my whip at the, at the ready. I shall take the rear. We should try to make reasonably good pace today and see what there is to see. But be aware that there are firearms down here. Well, Hopefully, we've a feast it a few hours away. Yeah. All right. Like something about fish. Yeah. As you uh, press on, the uh, walk through the hills, following the path, uh, you see occasionally a tall, twisted tree that vaguely resembles a cypress, but with the broader leaves, and numerous shrubs resembling gorse, uh, but with blue flowers instead. Uh, the road is in uh, better condition, but sometimes uh, some of the there's weeds coming up between the cracks. After a uh, couple miles of traveling along this, you come to a, uh, an intricately carved black basalt bridge, and it's crossing over a, uh, a river. Is there any uh, text written on that bridge? Uh, there, there is not. Okay. No. And when you say river, uh... Is this thing 30 feet across, eight feet across? It is 500 foot wide. 500 feet. This bridge is a work of considerable ingenuity. Yes, it is. Uh, and the water in the river smells sweet? It does. It, it, it gives you a smell. Of, it's probably potable. And, yes, I'll uh, do a, a quick chemical test on it, and uh, I'm sure we could all use replenished flasks. Okay. Yeah. Well, while Marsden's doing that, I'm just going to have a quick look, not go up and have a look, but look from where we are, just to make sure there's nothing like trip wires. They haven't, uh, no one's gone ahead of us and booby trapped the bridge. So I'm thinking of what they did before blocking <laughs> the entrance. So this seems to be the first thing they could do besides blowing up more of the tunnel that could be a problem for us. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, give me a uh, 
since you're actively looking for it, I'll give you a spot hidden on that one. Ah, it's a bridge. Looks Front good. Nine. Looks yeah. good. <laughs> okay. Marzen, as you do your uh, test, uh, it comes come back. Yep, it is uh, drinkable. As you maybe got some water out, uh, there were these long uh, fat in the front, but get get really skinny fish swimming mm. around. Mm. Uh, Wyatt, uh, we're never going to go onto an adventure deep underground without photographic equipment in the future. Can you help me remember that? Quite embarrassing. We develop. We're finding another species every twenty minutes, more or less, with almost no proof. Not that we want a bunch of ninnies down here anyway, taking samples. Uh, so the water is good. If uh, and I, I assume that we can get to the river to do this without stepping off the path. I was like, oh, maybe I made a poopo. Well, yeah, I mean, you get a little off the path, you know. It's sort of a lean over rather than a run on off like a ninny. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we could go. We could go onto the bridge itself and lower something down and draw water out, like it's a well. Yes. Uh, and uh, the the mist is a constant, as is the light. Yep. And so visibility is a matter of a hundred yards, more or less. And then things. I mean, depending on the size, of course. Of we see all the way across the bridge. Yeah, yeah, you can see all the way across the bridge, and oh, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely in the low areas, the mist is thicker. Like any more, uh, so there's we there was the white bird. There are these fish. Are there little rodents hopping about in in the grass on the side? Are there oh. butterflies or uh, no butterflies? But there are like uh, you know everything that you would expect in that food chain that could supply that could sustain larger animals so you got your smaller animals it's a bit like an island ecosystem like the oh. galapagos or some such isolated for who knows how long fascinating okay. oh and there's fish here if we don't find the feast All right, so you guys going to uh, <laughs> press on? Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So as you press on, you start seeing off of the path uh, various uh, buildings. They, they appear uh, abandoned. Uh, is any? No, there's no anthropology in pulp. Uh, it's, they, some of them look like you know farms. Other is uh, temples. You know, but uh, most of them look like they've uh, had their doors uh, broken, broken into. And the, as you travel on for about another 15 miles, you can start seeing ahead of you definitely the reflections of uh, what looks like buildings, you know, uh, a, a city, but they look like they're made of gold. Wow. What did, what did I say about carrying all this stuff back with us? Yes. Yeah, uh, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is not so easily dissuaded, Milton. That's true. Then uh, assume you keep traveling down the path. Down the path. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, as you are come along, you come across a uh, 
a one farm that actually seems like it's functioning. You see some of uh, some some people moving around. Now they're moving even more slow and zombified than the people in Groth's village. But one of them uh, does is kind of near the path, and he kind of uh, yanks back, and you recognize him from the picture in the institute. You recognize uh, Dr. Nesbitt as he's standing there. He's uh, each, uh, each of his hand is missing his ring and his little finger, and he is uh, completely naked, and he fear- fearfully kind of uh, pulls, pulls back, back from you as you, uh, as you are approaching. And uh, the joke about finger food. <laughs> and that's where uh, we'll uh, stop. <sighs> well, Milton, we have a report to make back to the Institute. Our players included Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.